You're listening to The Impulse Project, episode 12, featuring music from the demo scene and the tracking community. Welcome back to The Impulse Project. This is episode 12, featuring music from the demo scene, the tracking community, and we are covering, again, another party, and this time we are looking at the Revision Party of 2016. Revision is the largest party in the uh, in the world, I guess, now, and it's a, a really awesome pure demo scene event that takes place annually around Easter. And this year it took place between March 25th and 28th in Saarbrücken, Germany. Hosting the show today is myself and, as always, Ed. Howdy, guys. Yeah, so Revision is, like Brian said, an absolutely huge party. Um, and it's it's like an actual party as well as just one of, you know, traditional chiptune-style party. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, they have seminars, they have, you know, after parties and all this stuff. Um, it was like more than 700 people attended this year. It was just absolutely insane. And from over 30 different countries, too. There's just like just basically this huge international event. And lots and lots of crazy stuff comes out of it, um, you know, both in stories and in actual, um, you know, chiptunes and demos, um, both modern and old school. So we've collected four of our favorite tracks from the party that we wanted to share with you guys today. Yeah. So uh, like Ed was saying, you know, this this party is is massive. And what was really cool about it is even though uh, you and I weren't able to attend, uh, we could watch a lot of it online streaming. They had, you know, a lot of the seminars, a lot of the compos, all this stuff was was going on, and you could watch it live. And it was most of the time it was, you know, in the middle of the 
night for us, but uh, yeah. it was still a lot of fun to go back and check it out. And all those events and all those different competitions uh, are all logged on, on YouTube, so you can check them out there. Anyways, the track that brought us in, this is a really explosive, energetic track. It's called Franz Sancisco, <laughs> and it's a 16-channel XM file at about 68 kilobytes. And it was composed by Figgle Huzz of the group Panda Design. I still can't say the name of this track right every time I do it. It's San Francisco. I mean, Fran Francisco. <laughs> yeah, it took me a lot of practice to get that right. <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> so this one comes in kind of slow, and then it really picks up the pace, and it kind of changes tempo like three or four times throughout the whole song. It kind of catches me off guard a couple times because there's like a there's like a two note stutter, right. like where it kind of like leaves the the time signature altogether and then goes into a completely different time signature. Um, so it really kind of kept me on my feet while I was listening to it. Yeah, I, I think that the complexity of this of this XM file is really cool because there's you know little tiny flourishes with a, a really really strong melody, very awesome like synths kind of kind of deep down embedded into the track that you can barely you know can faintly hear but uh just adds to the fullness of the of the track I, I love it this was such a fun one to listen to yeah that lead synth was definitely saxophone oh big time uh, there's a lot of de- lot of like saxophone tropes and you know little like note swings in there that definitely reminded me of like brass instruments uh there's like that that bass sweep in there too it's like and just yeah. keeps going down and yeah. like right towards the end of the track that i really really like that one yeah i think it actually does it somewhere in the middle of the track too it's just it's it's just a lot more faint but um, it's just so punchy, it's so defined that it, it does kind of catch your ear right away. Yeah, totally. And, you know, it's nice to actually hear some more Amiga track profiles. It's been like two or three episodes since we've God. done anything but, but uh, you know, Wavetable and stuff lately. Yeah, it's been a while. It's kind of We're kind of overdue. In fact, I'm kind of worried about the next episode. I feel like I don't, we don't even know what we're going to do yet. I guess it's going to be another free pick. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so this, this track was composed, um, like I said, by Fiegel Huzz of the group Panda Design, and his real name is Fig Wasberger, and he's a Swedish uh, chiptune artist. There's not a whole lot of information on the guy other than his, basically his chiptune repertoire, but he's been doing uh, tracked music and uh, stuff like SID music, and I think he does some some Spectrum stuff as well, um, ever since 2006. And um, well, 2006 is kind of a, a rough date because that's the earliest track I could find that he did. So I don't know how long he's actually been, you know, working on it or been in the game, but uh, that's that's the best I could find. Cool. And he also he had uh, another one that took fourth place in the old school music compo, right? Yeah. So this was a track that actually I wanted to um, <laughs> I wanted to have as my other track, but I realized like, oh, it's the same composer. I might as well split it up a little bit. But the track is called Eight Bit Burgers. And um, yeah, it's uh, it's gonna go on the back burner for a little bit, but uh, definitely have to play it. Sweet. Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah. Do you like that track? Cause I absolutely loved it. That that track was definitely sweet. Um, it, it took fourth. Yeah, it took it took fourth place. So I, I think it's deserving of that. Yeah. Um, you know, it didn't like blow me away. I think a lot of the first place tracks generally tend to kind of push the envelope as far as technology and sound design goes. Right. This one was a really solid track, but it, it wasn't, you know, super um, outside the box. So, yeah, I think fourth place is probably where it should belong. It does have a l- little bit of a shorter kind of looping point, I think. It's hmm. it's kind of um, very, very strong for, like, several bars, but uh, it kind of starts repeating, and I think that maybe is why there wasn't enough... 
I, I guess dynamics. I don't know. That's kind of hard to argue because I don't know. I thought it was a really dynamic track, but I'm just trying to think, you know, <laughs> objectively here. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's it definitely uh, was meant to be ranked in uh, some of the best, though. Absolutely. So this one actually came in fifth place in the mixed music category. Uh, then this next one is called "A Computer in My Backpack and a Chip Tune in My Heart." It's a SID file by LFT. Welcome back. That was a computer in my backpack and a chiptune in my heart. It was a five kilobyte SID file on the 8580 chip and pal timing by LFT, otherwise known as Linus Ackeson. And what a jumpy, jaunty little cartoony tune. I love that track. It's yeah. it just gets stuck in my head. I, I love this composer, actually. I'm actually a really big fan. Yeah, and, he's got uh, a ton of stuff, too. He's got a ton of stuff. And um, he, he, he all of his music has this really cheerful, playful, but just 
complex kind of side to it and i yeah. i like this this like i was i was telling you can you know before we started recording i was like man this is like a like a little love story it just <laughs> it's it's so honest and so innocent and so sweet but you can't help but love it i'm pretty sure this song has lyrics because it's got it you can sing you can sing along <laughs> with it. you can go a computer in my backpack and a chip tune in my heart like it totally follows the totally fits yeah so i i, I want to hear the rest of the lyrics to this song I'm, I'm, I'm sure they're adorable and just as adorable as the song <laughs> is um it gets it gets a little bit like i want to say dark at the end but the the bass and the drums kind of get a little heavier. It gets almost like a little bit of a like a dubstep or a trap feel towards like the last thirty seconds of it. Yeah, I can see and that. And then it ends really happy again. So kind of an interesting little little trip there. It, you know, it's also interesting is that it has a very defined ending to it, which we don't really see a lot in Sid music. It clearly has a stopping point. It doesn't really. I don't see how it could loop unless it just started all the way back over from the beginning. Yeah. It really has that last kind of, you know, that last hit, that last hurrah kind of thing, and then it's over. Like the way a lot of those, like, Spielberg movies end, like, dun, 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 you know, that's the end of the movie. Exactly. No, this was a really, uh, really fun track, and it uh, it did really well in the competition, too. Yeah, it took fifth place in mixed music. Um, so, um, LFT is from Lund, Sweden. He's a founding member of the Swedish group Cryo. And if you head over to LinusAckeson.net, he's got a huge website set up there that basically uh, talks about all of his projects. Now, he's just, or he's not just a composer, um, he's also a programmer, um, he's also a musician. Um, so he's got all this stuff that he does. He's got articles about different tools that he's made and different programming techniques for old school PCs articles that other people have written he puts up there so it's this huge website and it's very well organized you can pop through and read any articles you want on there um he's got a lot of stuff that you can you know go through so i he's been going at this since i think like 2007 is when he first started entering music um back at backslash 2007 i think that's when he entered kung fu goldfish that was a really, really fun track. Um, no, I've, I've been going to this guy's website for years. He is an absolute genius. And what's what's really, really cool and is really relevant to uh, this show is that he created out of a... What he did was he basically gutted an old school organ and he made um, a thing called a chipophone. I saw that. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. So, so what it is is basically like... I think it has some synthesis parts to it, but it basically recreates um, all the different, uh, you know, square wave, sine wave, um, you know, triangle, all that stuff uh, with a, an actual, you know, piano or an actual organ. And it's a blast to watch him, him play some of these chip tunes. Like if you go to his YouTube, he has, I think he did some... Um, like different like Zelda tracks and and Contra and he's done all sorts of different uh, stuff he plays live and it's just it's so much fun to watch him do it that's really cool we'll have to find some videos of it on YouTube and put it up on our Facebook page well I wanted to build one of those chipophones myself I mean I have for years but the technical knowledge you need to be able to do that is is probably much beyond what I could what I can do <laughs> in the hardware department but uh, yeah, we'll have to put that that stuff online. Absolutely. So he's he's kind of a star in the chiptune scene, more or less. Yeah, he just he's just a really creative, brilliant guy. He just has a lot of love for this old 
this old hardware, these old chip tunes, and uh, still puts a lot of life back into him through his projects. That's awesome. Well, I'm sure we'll hear more from him in the future on this program. Uh, what you got next for us? Okay, so my last track, actually, I can't believe we're already we're already to my last track. Well, we only picked four, <laughs> so I guess that's I guess that's uh, expected. But okay, so my last track is called Star Child, and this took third place in the tracked music compo, and it was composed by Virgil and Daskin. Starchild, which is a four-channel Amiga mod file, 
at about 157 kilobytes. It took third place in the track music compo and it was composed by Virgil and Daskin. I am totally amazed and in love with this track. I thought it was just so eerie and uh, that that crazy, almost like um, uncomfortable beat that occurs maybe halfway in. Yeah. It goes into that, you know, that second kind of um, style pattern. Uh, it just, it throws you off, but in a good way. It's like this, like I said, it's like an uncomfortable, uneasy, but at the same time, awesome groove. Really cool track. It, it's, uh, to me, it sounds like uh, what a Commodore 64 would sound like after, like, the Borg from Star Trek The Next Generation assimilated the technology and, like, it just, it's like, it's like evil-fied or whatever. Yeah, that, yeah. That lead synth, that lead synth, like, back in the late 80s, early 90s, when uh, industrial music was, like, when the scene was huge, a, a, a very common technique was to take, like, cheap Casio keyboards. Like, artists would take whatever they could because everybody was broke. Right. And so they, they would take these cheap Casio keyboards or anything that would make a square wave, and then they would feed them through, like, guitar distortion pedals. Right. And you would get that really crispy, crunchy sound that this track uses as its lead synth, and that brought me right back to that era. Yeah, that's, that's an incredible way to put it because that lead in there is so important to how this whole song is defined and uh without that without that crazy almost like uh like you said like crunchy you know casio keyboard running through a filter mm. it uh it just wouldn't produce the same um emotional quality i think to this track <laughs> um but i i really like that uh that kind of ominous very slow arpeggiated um I guess riff in the in the background there. It's kind of in the in the far left side on the on that far left channel. Yeah, and um, it's just it's so interesting too because it's almost like a fake uh, low pass and then high pass filter, almost like a band pass filter that shifts up and down, and uh, it creates that really you know because with a high pass filter when you're shaving off the lower the lower end of the sound it produces that really thin kind of bright noise like a nasally and, noise yeah right and then when you have the low pass filter on it, it starts cutting off the higher frequencies and it makes the the tone a lot more dull a lot more like you know kind of like you're hearing like a it, drone yeah like you're hearing it with like a like a, your fingers in your ear you know hmm. to hear that kind of shift back and forth as it's playing it's just so it's so kind of masterful and graceful that uh, that it just puts me in this trance. I really like that quality of it. Yeah, and it had some contemporary stuff in there too. You know, once in a while those drums are just like boom, ba ba, boom, boom, ba ba, like a real like Jamaica dub style beat. And so that that was really neat alongside like those old style synths. They just they sounded really good together. Yeah, I'm a sucker for any four track Amiga files. Like I I just I, there's something about four channels that the way that you can just combine everything that I always just kind of get sucked into. Uh, this track I was totally absorbed into and uh, just it had to go in. It's my, my favorite pick, I think, of, for this episode. Absolutely. So I am very interested to hear on what you have about the guys who composed this track. Yeah, so Virgil and Daskin, um, two guys composed this together. So that's a feat in itself because, <laughs> you, you know, you're not you're not just working. I wonder if if um, one of the guys did that that first opening kind of part and then the other guy kind of went in there and did that that uh, kind of secondary style um, uh, pattern that we were hearing. Yeah, so Virgil, he his real name is Jochen Feldkotter, and he's a German composer, and he's been in the scene for 
pretty long time. He started off on the Amiga uh, 1200. And I first heard his stuff actually when he was part of Alcatraz. That's where I had heard of this guy. And so it kind of caught my attention right off the bat. I'm like, oh man, I haven't seen that name pop up in a while. So uh, that's why I scoped this track out. But he's been in a few other groups too. He's been in Complex, Essence, Rebels, Sanity, Scoopex, and TriStar and Red Sector Inc. And uh, you can view his stuff on SoundCloud. It's soundcloud.com slash Virgil. That's V-I-R-G-I-L-L. And uh, he has a bunch of stuff that he's doing today. It's not all tracked music and it's not all like demo, demo scene style stuff. But um, he's got a, a ton of stuff on there that you can you can listen to and, uh, you know, kind of keep up with what he's doing nowadays. So Daskin, the other composer, his name is Bernd Hoffman, and he's another German composer. And he was a member of Desire Essence and also like Virgil was a member of TRSI. And he's currently a member of a group called the Deadliners. And the Deadliners is kind of like a new group. They started in 2014, so there's like three guys. And, uh, you know, these are ex-scene, kind of expatriates to uh, the demo scene. And they got together and they're like, you know what? We still like doing this stuff. Let's let's create a group and just keep the hobby alive. You know, they, they're not super active. They don't make stuff, you know, every week or something. But uh, they, they get together and they produce these really cool demos and you know each one of them has a role and uh, they they keep up with it which is really awesome good for them yeah so you can find burnt hoffman his stuff on soundcloud as well that's soundcloud.com slash burnt hoffman and he also has a facebook group which you can go to which is daskin music and then you can see the deadliners website at deadliners.net and all their stuff is on there so definitely check it out awesome so you were lamenting a couple minutes ago about how the show is almost over and you were so sad. So what do you say we throw in a bonus track in the middle of the show? I 100% agree with you. I think we should <laughs> play one more while we can. And uh, yeah, why not? So that track that I was talking about earlier, 8-Bit Burgers, uh, we've already talked about uh, Fagel Huzz and, you know, from the group Panda Design. But let's play the track because it's an excellent track. I think you guys are going to dig it. Thank <laughs> you. 
And we're back. That was 8-Bit Burgers. That took fourth place in the old school music combo as an 8-kilobyte file using, again, the 8580 chip. And that was by Fegelhuz of the group Panda Design. I love that bass line at the beginning, oh, yeah. how it filters, like it starts real muted and then, you know, ends up being very clear after that. It sounds almost like a real bass tone. Oh, yeah. Uh, which you don't hear very often on, on the SID chip. Yeah, another good example of how, the, you know, that it's almost like the band pass is sliding up and down when it's really it's really just one filter and then he's kind of, you know, trading off between the, the low pass and the low pass and the high pass. But the title 8-Bit Burgers, I couldn't think of a better title for this track. It just, I don't know. It just sounds like 8-Bit Burgers to me. The 8-Bit Burgers title reminds me of, like, River City Ransom, and I can totally hear this song being played in a game like that. You know, just kind of urban yep. feel, very fast-paced, very slick. Um, and it's cool because, you know, now we get to hear both sides of Fegelhuz, and I think, you know, his Amiga Tracker song was very tracker and then you know this this was very sid you know they're two different sides and yeah. he, he understands the strengths and weaknesses of both chips and and composes for that you know that it doesn't sound like the same song just written for for two different systems yeah he definitely understands the hardware because you know there's people who work in tracking software and they really understand uh that but you know you throw them in in front of like you know go tracker or something you know where it's purely you know wavetable and uh, they're totally lost. But having the diversity to be able to mix it up and work in different kinds of, you know, with different kinds of hardware and different kinds of software is uh, is a real talent. And this track was so much fun to listen to, and uh, it really exhibits what I like about Sid music, especially the use of the really, you know, clever use of those filters. Agreed. And this one doesn't rely too much on those really fuzzy sounds that, that you hear in a lot of the later uh, or more recent. Uh, Sid Chip songs, you know, it kind of keeps it a little bit, I don't know, it's it's not exactly happy, but it's not exactly like dark either, it's kind of like lays right in the middle there, so Yeah, I tell you, turn up your, your, you know listen to this in the car, and turn up your bass all the way, and it will just shake you Yeah, it was great um, Cool composer, we got to hear two tracks from him today, you know, I'm glad we, we threw this extra one in, because um, we only get to do the Revision 2016 Party, you know, episode once so exactly yeah so what do we got next next up sadly our last one this one is called gumdrops it's an amiga tracker file and this one is by juice well don't sound so depressed this took first place that's true this is an amazing track so let's <laughs> take a listen
we're back. That was Gumdrops, an Amiga tracker file. It was a four-channel pro tracker file at 860 kilobytes, and that was by Juice, otherwise known as Nikola Fox from Zagreb, Croatia. And Juice is a man that has his finger on the pulse of contemporary dance music, <laughs> for that, sure. That was a phenomenal track. I when I when I first heard it uh, during the during the actual track music compo, I just about lost it. I, I was just like, <laughs> oh my god, this is so awesome. Now 860k uh, still fl- fits on a Amiga floppy disk, but uh, he says in the in the instrument notes that uh, it won't actually play on an Amiga 500. That's not too surprising. Yeah, but um, I guess you know, it- I guess the the tracked compo had a two megabyte limit, so. He could he could just totally go nuts on on this you know file size. Yeah, and he and he less than halved it too, and still got this cool sound out of it. So that's pretty impressive. Um, and if you look at the um, the tracker roll, you know if you're look if you're using like OpenMPT or something while you're listening, you see there's a lot of cool tricks where the the patterns will jump back and forth a little bit during the dubstepy parts, or like you know really speed up and slow down. So there's a few little tricks he's using here and there. Yeah, it sounds like record scratching in those certain parts because he he's like basically like skipping back a few ticks, right? So yeah, you get this this really um, it actually sounds organic in that in that sense because it sounds like you know like the the records playing and it's just like like missing a beat and, and, and skipping back over. I, I love that. I thought that was so clever. This guy understands dubstep like no other. Oh, yeah. And he composes and produces his own drum and bass and dubstep tracks, too. He uh, DJs on the radio in Croatia. Uh, he's also an application developer. He's got a degree in computer engineering. So he knows the technology side of the, um, you know, the, the music production aspect of it as well as creating his own music. So, um, you know, this this definitely reminds me of lots of contemporary acts like uh, Flux Pavilion, uh, Datsik, Bass Nectar, you know, all the real big names in dubstep. This guy follows those those patterns very naturally, and it just, it sounds really good. Yeah, you know, back to the, the engineering side of it, you know, he also did a lot of the, the samples with, like, uh, using Python to, to create them, and I think that being able to understand, um, you know, the code to be able to, to produce, like, these kind of waveforms and stuff is is also a very, you know, talent that not a lot of people have. Um, other than that, he, he either drew them by hand or he stole them from the Beastie Boys. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, actually, yeah, that, that E-drop sample, he credits to the Beastie Boys, so right, I think right. that's actually, like, MCA shouting that or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, I always, whenever I hear somebody say, like, Somebody say drop. I always still think that that Beastie Boys track. What was it like? Intergalactic or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's it called? I think it was intergalactic, right? Intergalactic, planetary, uh, planetary, intergalactic. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. No, it's um, a, a really cool track. Yeah. So you can go find more of Juice's stuff over at SoundCloud.com/slash Juice J U U S U. Uh, and he's also on Twitter at Jusu as well. Um, obviously, you know, head over to impulseproject.info and uh, you'll find more information on all of these composers so you can check out more of their music. We'll have lots of links posted in the show notes. Yeah, in the Facebook group, we'll have all the all the you know demos that we can post it and stuff, and you guys can check those out. And we'll be uh, you know right there alongside you checking them out as well because you know going back to to some of these and looking at them, it's just it's so much fun and uh man i had a lot of fun doing these last two shows we got to cover the forever party just like a week or so before the revision party 
And uh, I, I'm really glad that we got to kind of lump these two, kind of put them, nudge them side by side and, uh, you know, release them and talk about them. I think that's a, a really cool thing. And I want to cover more parties uh, when we can in the future as well. Definitely. If you guys have any recommendations or know of any parties that you'd like us to cover, definitely, you know, drop by the Facebook page or tweet at us. Let us know. Drop us some details about the party and we'll take a look at it. And maybe we'll cover it when, uh, you know, all the... the um, all the winners of the compos are announced. That'd be really yeah. cool. And, you know, we'll obviously intersperse our own um, episodes about our free pick tracks and introducing new chips and et cetera, et cetera. So um, as we as we do that, we're going to kind of mix all these different types of shows together for, for one giant, yeah, gi- <laughs> giant thing, of, thing our of our own. own. <laughs> Maybe we'll have to do our own compo someday. You know, a little impulse project compo. I think that'd be awesome. That would be awesome. Yeah, this revision party, it's 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 so massive. And so, like, we like to keep these party, uh, you know, features down to, like, four tracks just because there's so many parties out there. But, uh... Yeah, yeah, but this one we wanted to keep to five, and or we wanted to, we wanted to bump up to five <laughs> because uh, it really is it's kind of a special one. It's a it's a massive party. I really love the whole you know evil bot you know vote for evil bot kind of yes. thing that was going on this year. You know he has a whole story, a whole backstory. He's he's been um, kind of a character for at least the past couple of years, right? That I've seen, and yeah, he's got this this big story behind him, and tons of demos, and and uh, I think like last year there were like three or four demos just just dedicated to him. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. If you watch the, uh, uh, I want to say it was on YouTube or Poet.net, uh, they have the intro to the uh, to the 2016 demo party. You can kind of see the backstory there. I haven't watched it in months, so I couldn't tell you the exact address, but we'll put a link in the show notes as well. Um, I had a blast today, man. Um, yeah, I hope everybody enjoyed listening to uh, to the music from Revision 2016. And if you want to know more about the show, obviously you can check us out online at impulseproject.info. And we're also on Facebook. Yeah, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash groups slash impulseproject. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. And uh, look forward to the next episode. should be out in a few weeks. For sure. In the meantime, catch me on Twitter at Ruiner9. And I am Doki Doki Panic on Twitter as well. So thank you guys again. And we'll be back in a few weeks. 